Welcome to the wonderful world of dance, bringing you exclusive interviews with top dancers and choreographers and reviews of the world's best companies across the globe. You can find lots more on our website at thewonderfulworldofdance.com. Hi, this is Savannah Saunders from The Wonderful World of Dance, and today I am super thrilled to introduce critically acclaimed British choreographer and contemporary dancer Tom Dale. Tom has danced with the world-famous Matthew Bourne's company, Adventures in Motion Pictures. For those around the UK and, and around the world, you will know the famous Mayor Swan Lake, which no doubt many of you have seen. But Tom has actually founded his own company, Tom Dale Company, which focuses on combining contemporary dance, electronic music and the digital arts. Tom is premiering his new project, Step Sonic, with a 10-date UK tour starting on the 27th of October. Step Sonic is an exceptionally innovative piece where the soundscape is created by the dancer's movement. So let's find out more. Hi Tom, thanks so much for joining me. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, I'm really pleased you've been able to squeeze us in between rehearsals. So we're going to straight away have a chat about Step Sonic. Um, and right. if we've got a little bit more time, then we can have a chat a little bit, bit more about yourself. So tell us first of all about Step Sonic from your perspective as the creator. Okay, so, um, well, we've been working on this piece for quite a while. Let's say we started, we did the initial part of the research about three years ago, and it's something that's it's a type of piece or the, a technique that I've been wanting to work on for a long time, and, and actually in my choreography I've been doing that anyway over the years. Um, but what we're doing is um, we're creating live electronic music on stage but using the dancer's movement as the sound source. So we're aiming to create this kind of concept electronic music album um but making that a really performative experience and again like i said so this is really physical physicalizing um music i suppose but like it's using the physical information from the dancers bodies um to create sound and then we process that live and we turn it into music so there's a there's a kind of um, feedback loop, I suppose, which means that the dancers are creating the, their own score for their own piece of choreography or for their own dance. So it's all one thing. So it's pretty tough. It's kind of it's tough to make, um, but it's fun to make uh, because it's all because uh, it's all one thing. Because um, with uh, I guess when I've been choreographing for years, I've been always making sound effects with my voice um, to vocalise a dynamic or to emphasise a dynamic to um, communicate something to a dancer about how something's done. And um, now it's kind of all now you are actually getting that real feedback of what the uh, um, sound effect is for your movement and your choreographing or making up movement if you're the dancer you're choreographing yourself but you're making it from the perspective of the sound that you're creating so it's a really different um perspective because it just takes away uh the uh it's not so heavily um important on the visual impact although that's important because people will be watching it but um but choreographing from the perspective of composing is kind of a unique thing and then also we're composing from the perspective of making movement so it's like spinning them both around and making them intertwine and how does the music world and the dance world um how do we make this you know dance music basically and I was watching the the video of the creation, and it really seems like you've got um, you know, 
You can see how the dancers, when they move, it actually creates sound. And when they breathe into the microphone, it creates sound. And, and their dance seems to be informed by the, the, the sound and reacting to the sound and making the sound is how it sort of seemed to me. Yeah, I mean, no, that's right. You would, have only, you, would have been, you would have seen the research that we did like three yeah. years ago, I think. So that was really just really prototyping um, various kind of amplified spaces. But we've honed that all down honed that all of that work down into um you know like a really exciting sort of playground of possibilities that we've created for these dancers and how have you how many sort of microphones or how has it sort of worked in terms of that three-year development to create this exciting piece um well yeah i'd love to be developing it for three years but <laughs> in real you know it's kind of three years of thought yeah. um, but uh, not three years of rehearsal like, yeah. unfortunately but um but yeah um we 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 basically um are using contact microphones everywhere um as well as uh, traditional um microphones uh, like shotgun microphones um but the it's the way that we are processing all of the sound um through various software and sequencing programs um and everything that the the really clever bit of the work is done um but we've also sort of um tested lots of different materials to work with from steel to um to different types of wood and how they resonate as well has been has been important and then also whether how we're contacting um all of the amplified spaces whether it's with bare feet or socks or shoes or um, when we use objects on it as well. So everything has a sound property and um, we've just been looking for some good ones, I suppose. And what has the feedback from the dancers been who've gone through this process in performing the work? The, the, the instant, like it's instantly they love it. And they can see the possibilities and um, there's like an you know, instant gratification for the dancers when they move in these spaces because um, their movement is amplified, and um, and then it's kind of like they're singing but with their bodies in a way, yeah. and that's it's a really beautiful experience. But then to actually craft with it and structure and make things so that everybody knows what everybody else is doing and sort of to work everything out and the arc of a performance that's all the really difficult stuff. So. Um, yeah, the feedback from the dancers is that they love it, but it is, it's not easy, actually. No, I can imagine. And, yeah. and what was yeah. your inspiration behind um, this piece and your sort of uh, company in terms of bringing dance and specific electronic music and the, and the digital arts together? Yeah, I mean, it's just something that I've always been involved in. So right from, you know, from when electronic music kicked off, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been, it was a massive reason for me getting into dance and dancing and, and everything myself. So it's always been there and I've always made music with composers for my work um, and, sat in, you know, gen- generally kind of either got them to come into our studio or more often sat in their studio and made music with them. So it's a, it's kind of a natural progression that I want to actually get to make the music from the perspective of dance and really offer something back to the electronic music world because we've taken so much from it in terms of, um, you know, the sort of developing aesthetics of movement over the last, over, say, the last 20 years. I think music's played a massive, massive part in that development of aesthetics and away from the sort of neoclassical world, which was what I came into um, coming out of college. 
um, and um, really wanted to be a part of kind of changing those aesthetics and we used music more than anything I suppose to do that. And tell us about some of those collaborations that you've mentioned in terms of working with the different musicians and particularly uh, I'm interested also in sort of you know are there um, a, a range of different types of electronic music. I know, obviously, that in the UK, you know, electronic music is uh, such a broad uh, definition when there's such specialisms yeah. within within that niche. My husband's a electronic uh, producer, and he would kill me by saying, you know, one blanket electronic music. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, I but mean, some I mean, of those collaborations, work, yeah. I think we're more inspired by the sort of uh, you call it probably bass music these days, but. Um, I mean, we love loads of different types of music from um, from reggae to hip-hop to drum and bass to classical music. You know, we're, we're, we're a broad... It's a, it's a broad um, church, as people would say these days. Yeah. But um, we are... I guess we kind of focus on the sort of bass music end of electronic music at the moment, so looking at dubstep, looking mm-hmm. at um, hip-hop rhythms... Um, we're looking at drum and bass rhythms and um, we're making um, a very slow house track oh, yeah. as well. So we're kind of making quite a few different tracks within that, in the the ballpark of bass music, I suppose. Um, but it's all highly experimental. And the uh, digital so arts. We don't know what, yeah. Yeah, we don't know what we're going to get just yet. Oh, which is even more exciting when you don't actually quite know what the outcome is going to be. Um, exactly, yeah. And with the digital arts, and I've noticed, um, obviously, with some of your work, you've used a lot of lighting in the past. And, um, yeah, yeah, sure. And how has that sort of been brought into this piece? Is that an, an, an element or...? Um, we are, we're leaving that other visual element uh, behind in this piece, mm-hmm. um, for, for one piece, let's say. Um, I think that there's every possibility to um, engage with um, a visual digital art in this piece, um, but we just don't have the resources currently to um, pursue that, although I think in time it will all come together. Um, but for this piece of work and this experiment, um, we really need, I need to really focus down on the music language and the movement language together and to have another visual medium thrown into that, I think would distract everything at the moment so we need to do a whole bunch of learning on this first before we bring that other medium back in i think and you mentioned that you know this is quite a difficult um piece to perform and to create what was the sort of um your creative process when you went into um producing this work um well as i said yeah we're learning all the time and experimenting and that is exactly what we're kind of trying to hone down uh, because we're right in the middle of rehearsals right now. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, um, we've got a few weeks to go. Um, so there is, you know, depends where you start. So you could start um, from just, uh, just uh, you, it's kind of a very organic process of just experimenting and seeing what sounds good mm-hmm. and looks good at the same time. Um, and then following that, um, that line of progression so you might just start with a movement idea um, in an amplified space but then it's just letting that be a seed let's say and um, you know there's loads of techniques and methods to then let that seed grow but um, uh, there's many because we're kind of treating this as like an album mm-hmm. of many different pieces mm. then e- each one has a different methodology as to how it was made so 
it's um there's not one way basically and we're searching out what the which way we might prefer or or not at the moment that's quite an unusual way to describe a piece of work isn't it an album that's not something i've really heard before <laughs> which obviously yeah. you know has the musical influence there it's a it is a really interesting way to describe it and gives you a sense of it's it may it will be sort of a snippets of of pieces potentially is that what the audiences can expect to see yeah i think so yeah it's um more like it'll be more uh steps on it will be more like an episodic piece so different tracks at the moment that's how we're seeing it rather than uh, we could do we could easily do sort of like one long sort of soundscape of a of a world and that would have a different feel to it um but at the moment we are just focusing on as i said trying different methodologies different rhythms different tempos and creating different tracks but i think where it would where we'd like to push it is a more kind of open-ended 30 minute soundscape that we are where we're dropping into different rhythms and textures but um not quite there yet but, um, I think we will be in the future. Yes, it sounds absolutely yeah. fascinating, and I love it. It's so innovative as well. It sounds really quite unique. What are you hoping audiences take away from seeing the the work? I just want them to um, be excited about the possibilities. You know, it's it's new. I think it's something that people probably imagined could happen, hmm. or, or or maybe not. But. Um, I think feel it's like it's there and it's the it's the technology is available and it's just ripe and ready to go and I think I feel like it it will just like we've worked with a, a quite a lot of young people in um the research mm-hmm. and you know and they I think you know it will just change the way that people um start to view movement that they'll start to view it from a lot from the mu- from the from the perspective of its musicality as well and appreciate for the appreciate the kind of inherent physicality and musicality in a dancer's body and the there's a kind of so much hidden information in that um that we want to push it out and um hopefully people will appreciate it because i mean dancers aren't aren't musicians but they there is a lot of um music uh, sort of tremendous sort of musical talent in dancer's body that's kind of untapped if you like um, because of they, they've got such a range, a dynamic range of movement, um, and that's why you know that's why a dancer could get injured quite easily. Say mm. an, an athlete might have to be purely explosive, and that's one range of movement. But a dancer needs to be able to be you know super soft and subtle and explosive and everything in between, and that's why there's a high possibility for injury in the dancer's body. But that's why they're beautiful instruments to work with in a way because they've got such a range of um, dynamic range and um, in their movements so it's really trying to harness that and uh, allow people to see um, the uh, possibilities and, and, and that range of movement and appreciate it I suppose. That sounds, honestly this work sounds so fantastic I can't wait to see it myself <clears throat> have you got time for one last question go um, for it I was just going to you mentioned there about um, you know uh, working with you know younger um, younger people and new technologies and I'm just interested in what you feel is the the, the future of bringing more new, new technologies into the dance world and having it as part of continuing of the development of creations of work yeah, I mean, I think it's all natural, you know. It's it's, it's as long as it's um, not just put on for the sake of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as it's genuinely worked in a experimental and uh, 
you know investigative and um intuitive ways then um then it can be great and um as long as it's not hindering whatever um you want to do um i'm all for it obviously uh i just think it's a natural progression that um that artists combine with new technologies that we can't stop ourselves wanting to do it i Mm. think so you so it's going to happen and you want it to happen so i i I'm all for it. The, the future of dance, maybe AI with dancers. Let's <laughs> let, let's see where we end up. Hey, <laughs> sounds great. Let's see where we end up. But it's but it, you know, doing dance is such a, a wonderful thing, mm. and you know, lots more people are getting involved with it. You know, dance is just a, is another one of those. But it's something that everybody can do and everybody can engage in. And, and um, the more the better we can share it the better absolutely well thank you so much tom for talking about stepsonic and for just a reminder there's 10 day uk tour starting from the 27th of october and to find out all of the locations and dates um you can go to um, tom's website tomdale.org.uk and also check out on facebook as well which is tom dale company thank yeah. you so much should, yes say uh, so. you're yes. welcome i I just should say that um, as that's the first part of the evening, and as the second part, oh. we're touring three three solos. Um, one's by um, a solo that I've choreographed on one of the dancers, um, and then there's one another one by um, Alicia Drennan, and another one by Jamal Berkmar. Um, these are both two um, young, great choreographers um, that we put Absolutely. an open call out to work with, and um, they've uh, each choreographed a solo for one of the company dancers. So the second um, half of the evening is uh, these three solos, which accompanies the Stepsonic piece. Ah, uh, yes, I'm so glad you you reminded me about the other two pieces, and we've That's had all right, yeah, we, we've had a, a chat with Jamal previously. So it'd be great. Looking forward to seeing his uh, his work as well as an up and coming yeah, choreographer. He, he's done a great he's done a great piece, really fresh, really lovely. Yeah, fantastic, great stuff. Well, thank okay. you very much, and I'll let you get back to your rehearsals. You're welcome. Thanks very much. Thank you. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe. We've got some incredible interviews coming up with principal ballerinas and renowned choreographers. We love dance and ballet, and we hope you'll love us. Join us on Facebook and Twitter.